You're listening to Femcanic Garage, the podcast that features women in the automotive and motorsports industries. A community that elevates, empowers, and evolves by smashing stereotypes and breaking down barriers for women. I'm your host, Jamie Blossman. Buckle up for the ride, Femcanics. Hey, my fellow Femcanics, I have a favor to ask of you. If you haven't already, please take a moment to rate and write a review for the Femcanic Garage podcast. It's the only way we move our community and podcast to the top of the pile. I want to give a shout out to my partner, Monica. This past Tuesday, we celebrated five years together. And just like anything else and everything that is amazing in life, it has its ups and it has its downs, but it's all about staying course. So, babe, thank you for putting up with me for five years. Ladies out there, not only is there an amazing woman behind a man, sometimes there's amazing women behind other women. Wow, what an experience at the win conference. This podcast is dedicated to those women, not only that attended, but the amazing women that also put on the conference. Thank you so much for what you do every year. And this podcast covers four interviews from different women. So all of you can get a taste of what this conference is all about. If you haven't heard about it, go check it out. We'll have some information in the notes for the podcast in here. Right after this episode, shortly thereafter, there will be a special edition episode that comes out so that all of the WIN conference attendees that heard Connie reference this story can hear the information and the details about the story directly from the mother herself. One of the interviews is a powerful interview It's a mother-daughter duo at the WIND Conference that speak not only about being a female in the automotive industry, but also being Hispanic female in the automotive industry and the challenges and cultural challenges that come with being a Hispanic woman in the automotive industry. So stay tuned and enjoy, and we'll see you next year, WIND goers. I am here at the WIN conference Tuesday morning, and I'm with some folks here, and we are getting ready to go in for the WIN conference day two, and I didn't ask, what is your name? Autumn Marquess. Hey, Autumn, where are you from? Elkton, Maryland. Maryland. But what has been your experience here at WIN so far? It's been a great experience. I've met some great women that I... I'm intrigued by some of the things that they do within the industry. There's so many different aspects of the industry that we don't think of all the time when we're stuck in our little hole in our shop alone. So it's been very interesting to see other aspects and and meet people from all over the place. Autumn, what do you do? Um, I own a body shop in Elkton, Maryland, Krauss Auto Body. You own it? Yes, it's a family business. My dad started it in the early 80s. Um, He officially retired in 2014, and I have been there for 29 years. Whoop, whoop, woman power. That's what I'm talking about. Awesome. What do you focus on in the body shop when you're there? Um, Training is the biggest issue. Training, training, and more training. OEM certifications require training. 
Um, so we're really big on our OEM certifications and just getting all the training that we possibly can so that we can provide the best quality repairs for all of our customers. What feedback or information would you share with women out there that have never heard about WIN? You need to come. This is my second time coming to a WIN conference, and every time I just meet different people that they're from insurance industry, they're from body shop industries, uh, they're from MSOs, there's paint companies. It's just it's just unbelievable how many women are involved in this industry. I had one of my customers when I posted that I was coming here say, you mean for the auto body business? Women? And I said, yes. <laughs> women do even work in automotive. Knows, even though she knows I own the shop, I guess she thinks that I'm an anomaly, so there wouldn't be any others involved. So it's it's kind of interesting, even for the public, to find out about it. It is. You mean there's more than 10 women in automotive? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Autumn, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time to just sit down and talk to me about this amazing conference. All right. Thank you. It was great to meet you. <laughs> Jamie here, and I am sitting with... Chastity Vrasisk, uh, writer for Auto Body News. How cool. So we are at the WIN conference. Chessie, what's been your experience like here at the WIN conference for you? It's great. It's a great group of really knowledgeable and just great women. I I love them. This is my fifth year. Um, It's kind of magical because you don't get groups this large that are so welcoming and so willing to help one another and I don't know. I've never experienced anything like it. That's why I keep coming back. Five years. This is my first year here, and I just... Thank you. Thank you. And it's been an absolutely magical experience. And I agree with you. All these women in one place that is uplifting and supporting each other is in the diversity of roles. Yes, everybody's from everywhere. And I remember my first year... I didn't even realize it until the end of actually that Tuesday during the gala when everyone was doing a little more socializing. That's when I started realizing the wide range of roles. Like at that point, people were saying, oh, yeah, well, I'm the president of, I'm the CEO of. And I'm like, oh, nobody comes with that air of I'm more important than anyone else. It's just we're here to help each other and learn from each other and support each other and it it works. I mean, for today, I think wins like fourteen or fifteen years strong now. So, I, I my first conference, I drove home that night, got online, and joined the association. I, I'm, I'm not a joiner. It's amazing. What would you tell other women that have never heard about win and they're not sure if it's worth their time? definitely go to an event um i know they're doing a lot of regional events they started in in the past year or two uh if you can get to one of those do it if not conferences are great they're just a fun time and they do them different locations i know next year is going to be in california so i'm really hoping i can get out there get to meet so many people so so many resources that throughout the year you can call on and ask questions. Um, 
look to for support and advice and there's it, in such a male dominated industry it's there's something empowering empowering about knowing that there are women who have come in done it and kicked ass doing it like so it's inspirational and that's the, that's the coolest thing to me. It's exactly what you said. You, you get talking to a woman here, and it's such a natural conversation. And you're like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I own the shop. It's like, what? <laughs> you go, girl. They, they're, all, they're all just, I don't know. I've never met anyone at any of these conferences who was anything, anything standoffish or other than welcoming and wanting to help. I mean, the whole purpose of when is to promote women being in this industry so they're just so happy that more women are coming in and trying to do something because I mean we're half the population so we need to represent every industry and everything in 2019 I mean I hear you I hear you how is it still an issue in 2019 right it shouldn't even be a question anymore but it is and in so many industries and I mean, it's, it's great to really have that support. And, I mean, there are a lot of great men that have joined WIN as well because they recognize that, it's so cliche, but whether you're talking a group of women or if you're talking men and women in general, like, we're stronger together. Everybody, it just, it works better when people collaborate and are open to one another's ideas and experiences because everyone has, they've been through something different, so... I, that's why I like writing. I like hearing people's story and telling people's story, and everyone's got one. It's amazing. Chastity, I'm with you. That's that's what drew me to my podcast and doing it, and it's sharing women's stories, and they're so inspirational through their challenges and then how they overcame them, and hopefully inspiring other women to keep going. I agree. I know a lot of these women are definitely inspirational, and uh, I mean, influential as we'll see at tonight's ceremony. Um, are you sticking around for all that? Because that is is definitely something amazing when you see these women being recognized and hundreds of other women not being jealous, not being disappointed in themselves, but just supporting and uplifting and in, inspired by those other women, like... I, I don't know. I, th- I think the first year I teared up a little bit. Like, it's just beautiful. So, Jesse, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time to chat with the Femcanic Garage listeners. Well, have a wonderful, wonderful event tonight. You too. I'll see you around. Yes. I am here at Wynn again, and I am with Savannah Moran. Where are you from, Sam? I am from Port- Pendleton, Oregon, but I flew out of Portland, Oregon. And what do you do in the industry? I am an auto body technician and refinisher. Nice. So can you share with the listeners what this experience has been like at the WIND conference? Yes, I can. Everybody has been super helpful, super kind. Um, um, it's given me a lot of good good advice for being in the industry. So it's, it's definitely been a big experience. I think this needs to be known by everybody, and I think more people should try and attend. So you are a scholarship winner as well, I believe, right? I am. Can you share just a little bit what that process has been like and experience has been like? Yes, I can. Um, I started at school. I had had um, surgery in my first term, so I spent a whole, like, three weeks just filling out scholarship applications, writing essays, 
Um, and the beginning process was fairly easy. Just fill out the essay questions, and then once you're done, you just kind of sit around and wait, and it's kind of anxious wait. But uh, I got a call, and they said I had got it, and that I was welcome to come to Florida. Um, they flew me out here, paid for my trip, and I've been here the whole time and attended everything, and I have just had a great time. What would you tell other women that have never heard about WIN or they're not sure if it's worth joining? Honestly, shoot for the stars. Everybody's very helpful, and you, you will get a really good positive experience here. So, what, would be, what has been your most memorable experience here so far? Um, I think my most memorable experience would have been Jess's talk yesterday. Um, she talked a lot about how she's helped kids throughout the process of having cancer and being um, on their final days and being with the WISH program. And I think it really touched me, and I, I would like to be a part of something bigger and a voice for other people. I, I'm with you. I think twice during that talk I started to cry. It was an amazingly powerful talk. Yeah, me as well. <laughs> like you could hear a pin drop on multiple uh, spots of her talking. She got a standing ovation too. Yeah, yes, she did. She, I, I was definitely standing. Any final words that you'd like to share with the listeners? Um, the only thing I can think that I'd like to say to people is that the only way to be great is through. Well said, my friend. Well said. Thank you. I am here at the WIND conference, and Melissa Acosta was nice enough to sit down with me. How are you doing, Melissa? Good. How about you? I am doing well. So this is an event that is tons of women here in the automotive industry. Is this your first year here? Yes, it is my first year. What do you think of it so far? It's awesome. I love it. What's been What's been your biggest takeaway so far? My biggest takeaway would have to be well, when I first came into the industry, um, I felt like I was against the odds because I don't see many women in it. So I feel like I'm a part of a family now. So it's really exciting to know that there's a bunch of women that support each other. From all over the country, too. It's Everywhere. crazy. If you don't mind, let's walk the listeners through a little bit of your story, your personal story about how you arrived in the industry, what got you into it. And uh, there's probably some... I don't know, challenges or things that you've had, obstacles you've had to overcome as a woman, and you're a Hispanic woman as well, so there may be some cultural ob obstacles. Maybe we can explore that. So um, when I graduated high school, uh, my sister was going for dentistry. So I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, women are always supposed to go towards health or, you know, family. Um, so I decided to do dental hygiene. I was doing my prereqs for that, and in the middle of it, I was like, hey, after I graduate, I'm going to be a dental hygienist, Okay. Like, what more can I do with it? You know, I can't really grow off of it or, you know, switch positions. So my dad, he's always worked um, in an auto shop. And although I've never really been interested in it, it really sparked my interest that there's so many ways to branch off and do different things. And you're not just stuck in doing one job. So I really love that about it. Just my parents um, helping me and pushing me, um, supporting me. It really helped me as well. Now, your mom's here with you. Yes, totally supporting you. And we'll talk to mom here in just a moment. What was it like for your mom and your dad when you said, hey, I'm going to go into the automotive industry as a female, well, I as told a Hispanic my dad, female? I told my dad and he was looking at me like I was crazy, um, which I probably was and I still am. But um, um, he was like, no, you're not going to do that. Like, that's for men. They, you have to get on your knees. It's hard work. It's dirty. And I didn't really look at it as that. I know that it is a dirty job, but there's 
like I said, there's different parts to it. There's different um, ways you can branch off in it. So it's not always dirty work. Um, other than that, my mom, you know, she's always supportive with anything I do. So if I wanted probably to be a truck driver, she'd be like, okay, go. But she, of course, she wants me to be the best truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do it. Yeah, be the best one. So... So what what was the tipping point for your dad? Do you feel supported by him now? Is he still kind of on the fence? No, I still feel I'm supported by him. Yes. Um, I don't know what like what changed his mind. Now he's like I work with him now. So after school, I go to his job. Um, He teaches me. You know, I feel like he's really um, excited about it. I don't know. Like his mind completely changed because like he'll talk to me and he'll tell me stuff like my brother works in the field like I feel like when we talk, it's like when him and my brother talk. So it's like he's accepting it now. Like a connection yeah. that's happening that wasn't really there before because yeah. it's that common language mm-hmm. now that's inspiring. Let me back up a little bit. So you, you're in school right now. Yes. And you're studying what? I am studying auto collision. So the program I'm in, um, it's like a technical force training school, they call it. And basically it's um, 14 months. So out of the 14 months, we're going to learn welding, refinishing, estimating, um, bodyman helper, and structural technician. That's some of the things we're learning. And then um, I plan on, after the 14 months, so it's um, 12 months of study and then two months of like an internship. Um, After the 14 months, I plan on getting a degree in industrial management because the program does offer credits towards your degree. So that was a plus. Your father works in an auto body collision shop or yes, directly related to what you're majoring in? Yes, most definitely. What, what would you tell other young women or girls that are coming up through here about going down this path? I mean, I guess I would have to say just go for it. You know, I feel like a lot of times we feel pressured to do what um, our moms do or our da- um, sisters do. And um, I don't know, I feel like you just have to be different, you know, just because um, a lot of females want to be doctors or they want to go into like um, modeling or something. I don't know, just being different is what defines you. That's beautifully said. Now, I'm going to have I'm going to have you pass the mic to your mom. I want to ask your mom a couple of questions here and then we may flip back. I want to pick your brain a little bit, too, mom. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. My name is Maritza Costa. And thank you for being willing to sit down as well. This is the first mother-daughter duo I've done on my podcast, and I think it's... Thank you for the invite. Yes. Um, what was it like for you? Because there, there's a couple elements here. One, she's a woman, right? And it's kind of the stereotypical what women should or shouldn't be doing. But there's a cultural element, too. There's what I've noticed in the automotive industry. One, it's an anomaly for women in general. But then it's almost a unicorn when you talk about getting into a female minority. And were there some cultural challenges in convincing that you had to do to help support your daughter? Definitely. Like Melissa mentioned earlier, her father wasn't too happy. But at the end of the day, as a mother, Hispanic mother, I want um, my children to be at a job where they're happy. They're supporting their community. They're being role models. And, you know, we all want jobs. We all want money, but it's important to be happy at a job. Mm-hmm. And Melissa did show interest in auto body a few years earlier. She started school. And, you know, at first we thought she was kidding. She went to the hygiene program, wasn't too happy about it. And then she just said, I'm going to go for auto collision. And I said, do what you want. 
you know, at the end of the day, it's, I want you to be happy. Did you have to convince your husband? What What were some of those conversations yes, like? Yes, um, my husband chose this career as a need. Um, he's from Colombia. He had an opportunity to learn this, and he has um, survived and done great efforts in being a good provider because of a good job that he has. So that was a need that he, Melissa now has a choice. And I was letting him know that we can't force our children to be doctors or nurses or, you know, it's what they want for they can be happy. Mm -hmm. You know, and again, like I said, being happy at your job is better than making big money. You know, and you want, as a parent, you want your kids to be happy. And if they're happy, you know, the people around them are going to be happy to make a great community. Do you think that there is, that Melissa faced additional challenges because of cultural? Yes, definitely. Um, You know, again, for a girl to go out and change a tire, she can be probably the first one to volunteer. She's probably to say, with some friends, the people are going to be looking at her. What are you talking about? She's like, yeah. I got this. A lot of... At this day and time, there's guys that don't know how to change a tire. So sure. I would be very proud if she'd be the one to say, hey, I can do that. I can change a battery. I can change a tire. I think that's great. You know, opportunity is there. Learn it. If you were to share anything you could with other mothers out there, we'll say little girl, because the reality is that they're women, right? But as parents, our they're always our, our little, little girl, girls. right? What would you share with those other parents? In the Hispanic culture, we're really told what to do what do you, what do you mean by we're that? like okay you're going to go to school you're going to get a good job you're going to get married you're going to have kids right nowadays i think it's very important for us parents to listen to what the kids want i want to go to school and i want to be a vet you know a vet i want to take care of pets in the hispanic culture it's not the norm but i've seen that lately the hispanic cultures learning to support their children because at the end of the day we want our kids to be happy i've seen parents pay years and years of college and maybe the third or the fourth year that child is not happy that child won't finish and they'll just go to any job which if they're happy that's fine but let the child decide what they want to what route you know and support them and not always does it work but make sure you have your kids support because again Education can take your kids anywhere. You know, right now we're meeting people from all over the United States. And that's what made me being part, proud of being part of this because I'm telling Melissa, you're making connections. You don't know what opportunity you're going to have, even for a summer internship, for a summer job. You know, and it's not only meeting important people that have businesses. It's meeting important people that can be good role models for her. I'm going to have you pass it back to Melissa for a second. And I... Melissa, what, what is it like to think of yourself as a role model and an inspiration to other young Hispanic women out there? I lo- Do you view yourself that way? Um, in some ways, yes. Um, I feel like anytime you see somebody that looks like you, like it can be an inspiration or like, hey, she looks like me. I can do that, too. So I feel like I can be an inspiration to some. I find very inspiring about you is that there are a lot of women that shy away from that and and men but when you talk about such a male dominated field and sometimes we don't want to have the spotlight and sometimes that can feel like a lot of weight on our shoulders and you've been so gracious and so strong about it it's inspiring what would you want to share 
with some of those young women out there? I would want to share that um, just whatever you do, just think about how it's impacting others. Whenever I go to school, I I try to work with the other women. I like supporting women, so it's like like the Me Too movement where women support women. Um, I love that. Um, I feel like even if I don't look like somebody, like I feel like um, they can serve as an as an example for me. What would you share with people about this? win network the win network is like a big family um when i came in um they were like oh how can i help you i felt welcomed right away and everybody's just so friendly and i just love it so much a good network here this is my first year here and i am confident i will be here every year after this because it is definitely inspirational networking is one thing but networking motivating um, you know, all the connections that we're making here, it's a life, life experience. You can't take this away. You can't, this doesn't have a price. My name is Maritza Acosta. I was born in Puerto Rico and I am a fan mechanic. Mi nombre es Maritza Acosta, nacida en Puerto Rico, vivo en Tampa, Florida, y soy un fan mechanic. My name is Melissa Acosta. I was born in Massachusetts. I live in Tampa, Florida, and I am a fan mechanic. Mi nombre es Melissa Costa, vivo en Tampa, Florida, y yo soy un femcanic. Thanks for listening to the Femcanic Garage Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Femcanic Garage. Check out our website, femcanicgarage.com, for swag and the transcribes for each episode. If you want to help grow this community, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, review, And most importantly, share this podcast. Spread the word. This is Jamie B. signing off. Are you a femcanic?